ODI number four between India and New Zealand is set to take place at Seddon Park in Hamilton. The series is already decided, but this series is about more than just what the eventual scoreline will be. India would want to test their bench strength. New Zealand have already said it's not as much about the series as it is about figuring their best combination before the World Cup. On ESPN Cricket for Match Day, we look ahead uh, to this fourth one-day international that India will face in the absence of Virat Kohli. And Rohit Sharma will lead the side there for big day for him. A 200th one-day international appearance beckons for uh, Rohit. And under his captaincy, he's enjoyed his piece of uh, silverware too in 2018. Won the Asia Cup, also won the Nidahas Trophy in Sri Lanka in the 2020 format. So Rohit Sharma knows what it's like to taste success as captain. Kohli's already done the job and ensured the series belongs to India. But a good record for India under Rohit and a very good record for Rohit under Rohit. If we have a look at just how he fares... As captain, 106 that average, the strike rate too booming, couple of hundreds, couple of fifties, very good overall record too, but uh, captaincy does seem to bring out the best in Rohit Sharma. Well, India are blessed, therefore, to have uh, two batsmen that uh, just seem to get the runs more and more when they're captain. Now, without Virat Kohli, though, how does that impact India's middle order? You wouldn't think it's too much of a concern, given how they've batted in this series and how uh, pedestrian they've made the New Zealand attack uh, seem. But without Virat Kohli, the numbers drop between uh, four to seven in positions at 25 at the average and 70 at the strike rate. So Virat Kohli is the fulcrum around which runs tend to come for a middle order that has uh, seen its fair share of criticism invited. Of course, MS Dhoni's return to form, even though he didn't play the last game, would make a significant uh, difference to that. Now, will Dhoni be fit? And even if he's fit, would India want to play Dhoni? Would they want to stick with Karthik? Would they look to give some of their bench strength a go? Uh, Shubman Gill, of course, is uh, eagerly being uh, looked at as, as, as a bright prospect for India's future in the batting. Sridhar, the fielding coach, uh, gave us an inkling about this. Winning is a habit which you would obviously want to continue. And uh, when you're one up or three up against the team, you want to continue with the form. You want to, don't want to let down the intensity. At the same time, we also need to give game time to our uh, reserves. So uh, that is something which we need to look into now in these two games, with just seven games remaining for us before we play our first World Cup game. Uh, we should not end up in a situation where the main level is played and the reserves have not got enough game time. And then suddenly they have to play an important, crucial game in the World Cup. So we want to give, give them enough uh, game time as well. That's well, an excellent point made by Sridhar that they want to test their bench strength and he re-emphasizes just seven games, ODI games that is, before the World Cup. Now, who uh, could uh, India possibly look at? Will they give Ravindra Jadeja a go? Will they rest Mohamed Shami given how good he's been? He's kind of proven uh, himself to be a strong contender as the third seamer. There's, uh, of course, Mohamed Siraj in the squad, Khalil Ahmed in the squad and does Shubman Gill come in straight away or would India look to accommodate both uh, Dinesh Karthik and Kedar Jadav even if MS Dhoni's back? That's a call that we'll have to wait just before the toss to see what Rohit Sharma and the team management have gone for. New Zealand have a few calls of their own to make. They, of course, have made changes to their squad. James Nishim is back. The funniest man on Twitter, uh, Jimmy Nishim, the all-rounder, bats uh, at an average of 123 in the last three ODIs. So he's been good with bat and ball since he came back against Sri Lanka in the recent series. He's got 44 one-day internationals behind him. So Jimmy Nishim, not only the funniest man on Twitter, but also an extremely capable all-rounder for New Zealand in white ball cricket. They've also got Todd Astill replacing Ish. 
Sodi as the frontline leg spinner. Interesting to see if he gets a game straight away. Let's also have uh, a quick look at uh, what Seddon Park tends to offer for uh, teams. And uh, New Zealand have a pretty healthy record there, 19 out of 28. But history has been uh, pretty relevant in this series, given how easy it's been for India. They wouldn't bother too much that they've lost six out of the nine that they've played. Their most recent encounter at Hamilton in one-day cricket was, of course, a win against Ireland in the 2015 World Cup. So that seems pretty okay. What about pace v spin? This has been all about India's bowlers getting all over New Zealand's batsmen in this series. And an average of 40 for pace and 36 for spin tells you that runs can be scored at Seddon Park. Again, one of the uh, oddly shaped small grounds in New Zealand. Doesn't make much of a difference to India. They've been getting runs just about everywhere. You back them to get runs just about everywhere. Question is, can Kane Williamson's side put up a better show at home? So all eyes then on India's potential bench strength, the combination that they go for in the absence of Virat Kohli and with the series already decided how much of that bench strength gets a go. On the other hand, 5-0 is always sweet to take back. In history books, it won't matter uh, as to uh, how each, each team treated the series, but uh, we know how much this Indian team likes to win. Let's just hope for more of a contest than we've seen in the first three.